No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Always More TV. And we're talking about overcoming by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're doing a four-part series on some very interesting information that I think you need to be aware of and I need to be aware of, especially in the days that we're living in because God wants us to live in victory. We're talking this week about how to discern and overcome the spirit of Jezebel. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into it. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person who is watching today. I plead the blood of Jesus over them and over this program today. And I ask you, Father, to speak to each of our hearts and that there will be great deliverance that will come as a result of this study from the spirit of Jezebel. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit who will empower us to live a victorious life in the days that we're living in. And we give you all the praise and glory and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm Rebecca Keener. We have done almost a hundred programs on the Holy Spirit. And so uh, the Lord just kept putting on my heart to begin to talk a little bit more about one of the gifts of the Spirit, which is discerning of spirits. And if ever there was a day that we need to employ that gift of the Holy Spirit, it would be today and being able to discern the spirits that are in operation on earth today, which are all part of an antichrist spirit to oppress and to beat back uh, that, uh, the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to bind people up in that antichrist spirit. So we're here to hold up the torch of Jesus Christ and hold up the word of God and to uh, be able to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, which sets people free. And the Lord began putting on my heart to talk about, just begin a conversation. We may come back and do some more programs on this. I don't know because I feel it's so needed on the spirit of Jezebel. And, you know, as Christians, we're, we, we hear a lot of teachings about the spirit of Jezebel. There have been a lot of books about the spirit of Jezebel written. And um, we're very quick and apt a lot of times as Christians to be able to discern it in someone else, but oftentimes we don't discern it in ourselves. or when we have succumbed to that spirit or we're operating in that spirit. And so it's very important for us to just have awareness and knowledge of what that spirit actually is, which is mentioned in Revelation chapter 2 and 20. We'll read that scripture and for us to um, be free of that spirit and to live free by the power of the Holy Spirit. So let's turn in Revelation 2 and 20, if you have your Bible, and we'll look at the mention of the Jezebel spirit. This was in the letter from John the Revelator to the ch church at Thyatira. And he was writing about, I know your works, I know your love, I know your service, I know your faith, I know your patience. And I know, you know, what you're doing for Jesus Christ. He affirms them. He lets them know, I know who you are. Then he goes on to say, nevertheless, 
Always when you hear that word, nevertheless, you know something loaded is coming and is behind that word. And he says, nevertheless, or Jesus says through John the Revelator, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel, and some versions say you suffereth, that woman Jezebel, or you tolerate that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And then it goes on to say in the next verse, uh, Revelation 2:21, and I gave her a space to repent for her fornication and she repented not. So we see John's reference there to Jezebel and that it actually is a spirit. It's, it's identified as a spirit of Jezebel. Now, for those of you who may not know who Jezebel is, I want to encourage you to take some time. We don't have to. It's a, it's a pretty involved, lengthy story about Queen Jezebel who was married to King Ahab, who was the king of Israel. And Queen Jezebel was very evil. She was raised uh, in a, an ungodly home, and Ahab went over and married her and brought her back into Israel, and she introduced the worship of Baal and the institution of over 850 prophets of Baal, and they did some very wicked, wicked things in government. She influenced that entire nation in a very uh, detrimental way. And so if you want to go back, you can read about the account of Elijah and how he, his life intersected with Ahab and Jezebel, and he gave them many warnings and uh, declared that there would be a drought in the land. And then he uh, wound up actually running from Jezebel and hiding from Jezebel and afraid of Jezebel because she threatened to kill him. And so all of this is in 1 Kings 17, and then it goes on in 18, 1 Kings chapter 18, and then it goes on over into uh, 19 where Elijah actually escapes from Jezebel and God confronts him in a place where he was so afraid of her and so intimidated by her. And I think that would be the main thing that we need to be aware of with the spirit of Jezebel is that it is an intimidating spirit and... Uh, then eventually she was dealt with after uh, Elijah had passed on and given his mantle over to Elisha uh, because um, Elisha anointed King Jehu or uh, Jehu to become king over Joram, who was her son. And actually Jehu took out Joram and, and Jehu came and he confronted Jezebel. He confronted those who worked for Jezebel and he said these words, throw her down. Amen. And I believe that's where we are as a nation right now, that that spirit of Jezebel has become so strong that we as Christians need to rise up in 
prayer in the spirit because we know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness and that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not uh, uh, man-made weapons. They're spiritual weapons. And we have to learn how to stand our ground against that spirit of Jezebel. Now, one thing that Jezebel did, and this is uh, mentioned in 1 Kings chapter 21, is that she uh, went out and acquired the field of Naboth. And Naboth had a vineyard. He had a field. And uh, Ahab, Jezebel's husband, King Ahab, wanted that field. He wanted it for his own. And Naboth responded, this was my inheritance. This belonged to my fathers. I don't want to sell it. And so what did they do in their wickedness? They went out and they seized the property and they had, they destroyed Naboth's uh, credibility and they had him stoned and they took over that field. And so actually, I believe it was Joram, uh, Ahab's son, who was killed in and, uh, and placed in that field. So <clears throat> we see that some very wicked things were done in that reign of Jezebel and Ahab. And we see that God, he wanted to raise up someone to deal with that spirit, to deal with that wicked rule. And the same goes to, uh, to all of us today. In 2 Kings 9 and 22, it says, And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? So Jehu was coming up and he, and under the direction of Elisha, who told him to go and confront him and that he had anointed Jehu to be king over Israel. And he said, what peace so long as the whoredoms of your mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many. So we see that Jezebel really operated in a spirit of witchcraft and control. And that is such a prevalent spirit that we see even in the day that we're living in. And that was the same spirit that John was addressing in the, in the church of Thyatira in Revelation. And so uh, uh, that's something that we need to be aware of, that we need to uh, be able to identify and to identify it corporately in our churches as well as identify it in our government. Now, something very interesting, uh, Michelle Bruns, who's been on this program with me before, she sent me just this last week, and I feel, well, that's a confirmation that we're in the vein of what the Lord would want us to say to you today. But uh, Dutch Sheets did an entire program on the spirit of Jezebel and uh, in his Give Him 15. And he was talking about the spirit of Jezebel in government today and how God wants us to have a fully functioning church that is representative of Jesus Christ on the earth today. Well, the spirit of Antichrist and the spirit of Jezebel are in complete opposition to that uh, power, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ shining through in the church today and holding up 
our religious beliefs and our moral beliefs in the Word of God. And it tries to undermine the leadership in church. It is a demonic spirit that will use males and females. It's called Jezebel because it's making reference back to 1 Kings and the story of Jezebel, but it's not something that uh, just operates through women. And I would have let Nigel and I had a conversation earlier about um, with Edward about he needed to be here today because he could give his side of it as a as a man. But it's not a spirit that is relative to to either sex. It can operate through men. It can op operate through women. But it undermines leadership in the church. And its goal is to hinder, to confuse, to harass the work of the Lord and to draw attention to himself or herself. It creates division, immorality, and it compromises. And as it says in Revelation, John said, it must not be tolerated. Uh, it goes on to say that it is a high-ranking demonic spirit and um, there was the worship of Baal, which is actually the spirit of the world. Uh, Jezebel actually was the daughter of F. Baal, and he, he was a worshiper of Baal. And they also were involved in child sacrifice through the worship of the god of Moloch. And so we see so much of that in our society today. Jezebel and Ahab made laws that were immoral, abusive. They stole Naboth's uh, vineyard and they conspired against him and they lied against uh, uh, Naboth and his family to take control of that, of that property. And so there was a great deal of oppression through the government using authority for personal gain and the killing of babies. So we see this taking place even today. Now, when John the Revelator wrote the word, you have, I have this one thing against you to the church in Thyatira, he said, you tolerate, you tolerate the spirit of Jezebel. And that word, as Dutch Sheets outlined in his um, broadcast this week, is A-I-O, -A A-E-O, which means to leave alone or you just ignore it. You just decide to leave it alone. And I think some of us as Christians, and me included, we, are, we have that temptation to say, well, the world is waxing darker and darker and there's nothing we can do about it. So we'll just shut up and be quiet. And if they want it, they're going to have to suffer their consequences and just to let darkness take over in our nations, wherever you're watching today or if you're in the United States of America. But we have to learn how to take a stand against the spirit of Jezebel. And if we can't discern the spirit of Jezebel, then how are we ever going to take a stand against it? So it's very important for us to have that gift of discerning of spirits through the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to discern what is the Holy Spirit saying about the spirit of Jezebel and how do we counteract that in our own life? And I know we had a discussion about this before the taping today with Edward, and we were kind of making light of it a little bit. But we've all probably acted with characteristics of the spirit of Jezebel or Jezebel at some point. 
and uh, maybe that's just human nature. Well, the most important thing to know is that we repent of it because that's what Revelation 2 and 21 says, that Jesus gave her space to repent, but she would not. And so as a believer in Jesus Christ, if you're watching me today and you say, I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit, and maybe you feel convicted of some things that you've said or done that were displeasing to the Lord and maybe in that vein of uh, Jezebel's spirit, the main thing is that we just know we can repent of it and we can turn from that behavior and we can uh, get a fresh start and ask God to purify us and give us those fruits of the Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are completely opposite from the spirit of Jezebel. So just on a personal level, some things that I have contended with, with the spirit of Jezebel, maybe even uh, serving under a spirit of Jezebel or dealing, contending against a spirit of Jezebel in several different settings throughout my life is the one thing is that a Jezebel spirit will make you want to die. A Jezebel spirit eventually will make you want to stop living. And if you think, well, where is that in the Bible? When you look at, at Elijah, he wound up running from Jezebel and he did say, I don't want to live anymore. He, he was so defeated and so oppressed and so intimidated and so afraid of that spirit, he wanted to die because it is a very vicious spirit that we have to learn that we have authority over. And as vicious as the spirit of Jezebel is, it, it is absolutely not even on the same level of the Holy Spirit. It, is, it can't even compare, begin to compare with the Holy Spirit. No uh, demonic spirit can even stand against the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we know that and you know that, deep in our soul, then we're not intimidated by the spirit of Jezebel. Now, uh, one thing is that a Jezebel spirit can have close ties to other Jezebel spirits. There were 850 prophets of, of Baal, which the Bible says Elijah uh, killed himself. I don't know. I'd love to see how that all happened. I don't know how he did it, but they were slaughtered, those prophets of Baal, when he confronted them. Uh, you can actually feel, you can pick up on that spirit of Jezebel when you're around them because they're very dishonoring. They hate the anointing. They hate the prophetic as uh, Jezebel hated Elijah. Oftentimes they'll hide behind religion or hide behind religious activity. Uh, they attach themselves to those who have an anointing and suck the life out of them. And we saw that even she surrounded herself with eunuchs, the Bible says, um, people that had not had children. And um, it, she, she will cause everybody around her or him to serve, to serve them. Uh, they rarely pray. They control others. They feel that everyone exists to serve them. Everyone exists to help them. And you can feel resentful or trapped in serving them, but very, it's very difficult to break free from it unless you learn how to stand your ground for Jesus Christ. And many people will lose their purpose, their identity, their plans, their dreams 
to serve a person with a Jezebel spirit. They rarely help or serve others, and they rarely express gratitude to others. There's very little compassion or warmth or affection to others. Those people that are under that control or that spell, that bewitching of Jezebel, uh, they can be very demeaning. Uh, they can be very ambitious and see what someone else has and want it. And uh, they control through oftentimes rejection or intimidation or demeaning or shaming or making people feel stupid or awkward in dealing uh, with them. And uh, the more you try to please them, it's an endless cycle of defeat. It's just an endless cycle of feeling like you have never done enough and you are not good enough. And so usually when you experience that spirit of Jezebel or you're sensing that in your spirit, you're discerning that in your spirit, that can be a spirit of Jezebel. Now, one of the things that I have learned about dealing with the spirit of Jezebel is that you, you really can't confront a spirit of Jezebel. Um, just a head-on confrontation, you know, getting in a war of words with the spirit of Jezebel. The other thing is that we can't tolerate a spirit of Jezebel. And if we cannot recognize the spirit of Jezebel operating through us or against us, there's no way that we're going to be able to deal with it on a national level or even a, a corporate level level in the body of Christ. So we have to be able to discern and quickly repent, as John said in Revelation 2.21. The spirit of Jezebel will try to destroy you or take your credibility or your credit, and it is a perverse spirit that will try to twist things back on the person it is inflicting the trauma on. Now, one thing I want to make very clear in just pointing out these things about the spirit of Jezebel is that God wants the person, I believe God loved Jezebel. I believe he loved Ahab. You know, God is a loving God. He did not love the behavior. He did not love the evil and the wickedness. And God wants the person operating in the Jezebel spirit to be set free. Amen. He wants the person who is being attacked by Jezebel to be set free. And that is why he said to stop tolerating. Amen. And so one of the things that we have to come to a place to is saying, Lord, have I ever acted out in a spirit of Jezebel? If so, I repent. Lord, have I ever come under the oppression of a spirit of Jezebel and been attacked? If so, heal me and set me free. Amen. So that I can be able to make a stand for Jesus Christ against the spirit of Jezebel, which would try to take over an entire nation. Uh, an entire nation would be turned to the worship of Baal. An entire nation would be turned to the God of Moloch and killing babies as we see in our society today. So we must not be faint of heart and we must be able to stand against the spirit of Jezebel in our own life, in our own home, 
as I'm sitting here in my home today and to bind it according to Matthew 18, 18 and 19. And some of you said, well, I have prayed against it. I have bound it. I have stood against it and I still am being attacked by the spirit of Jezebel or maybe you've been an intercessor for the nation and you feel that things are getting more and more bleak. We cannot give up the battle. We must continue to fight. We must continue to keep our hand to the plow. We must continue to pray and to take authority through the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and know that we have the victory. So I just want to encourage you today, if you feel like you've been under the spell, the oppression of the spirit of Jezebel, there's hope for you. There's hope for anyone maybe who is even operating in that spirit. Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent. Come into my heart. Forgive me. I don't want to operate or act like any Jezebel. I don't want to tolerate it. Lord, forgive me. And just pray right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I give you my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit of the living God. Give me the discerning of spirits to know when I'm operating in a spirit which is contrary to the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I don't want to tolerate the Jezebel spirit in my life. I want to, I want to repent of it and I want to walk in the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit each and every day. In Jesus' name. You know, God wants our nation free of the spirit of Jezebel. In that account in 2 Kings, Jehu yelled up to the eunuchs, throw her down. Amen. That's where we're at right now in our nation, in our nations, wherever you're watching, that we just begin to cry out in the name of Jesus that the spirit of Jezebel will be thrown down, that God will move in. He will remove wicked governments. He will remove wicked leaders and people operating in the spirit of Jezebel and, and worshiping the God of Moloch. And he will bring godly people who will bring peace and holiness to our land and prosperity. In Jesus' name, that's our prayer today. That's our prayer moment. And we agree with you now, if you're watching today, Lord, send revival to our land. We ask you, Lord, to set us free from the spirit of Jezebel in our leadership, in our churches, in our homes, in our hearts. And fill us with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire as never before so that we can walk out in victory what you have called us to do. We just give you praise for it in Jesus' name. I just want to say thank you for being with us today. And we're just talking about overcoming through the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got two more weeks on this. And these are just really critical things that the Lord put on my heart to discuss with you. Last week, we talked about the spirit of rejection. This week, the spirit of Jezebel. Next week, we're going to be talking about overcoming the spirit of infirmity. You do not want to miss it. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for being a part of Always More TV. Thank you for partnering with us. We need your partnership and we need to hear from you. Please write us and let us know you're listening and you're being blessed. 
means so much to us. Or check out our Facebook page, our social media, our YouTube channel. You can watch all the programs that we've talked about and discuss the power of the Holy Spirit. We love you today. May the Holy Spirit be with you. May He fill you. May He bless you as never before and strengthen you in this time that you make a stand against the spirit of Jezebel. In Jesus' name, amen. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmortv.org.